Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast with your host, Abigail Gazda. I am here too excited to introduce to you a very special person to me and Oh my gosh, you guys, this first interview is incredibly intentional. I want to share a dear friend, Lisa Hamilton. She is an Arbonne ENVP that stands for Executive National Vice President. And Arbonne is a vegan health and wellness skincare company that really just starts with skincare. I'm going to let her totally explain what she's up to and what that's all about. But I started Arbonne about four years ago and I specifically remember Lisa walking in with a bright and shiny smile. And really, before I knew what Hearts Unleashed was, I noticed that this is a woman who lives with her heart unleashed. And she is love. She is genuine compassion. And I'm going to share way more about her as we go on. But the reason I had chosen Lisa as the very first podcast interview for you guys to hear is because for me, very near and dear to my heart is she is some of those very first stages of my own heart being unleashed. She took me under her wing and she really showed me the way in Arbonne and so much in life. So I consider her a soul sister, a leader, a servant heart. And so Lisa, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. Well, thank you, Abby. I'm excited to be on with you today. I feel honored to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I really just want people to understand. So Arbonne goes directly with MLM, any, any multi-level marketing company, but, you know, give us a little bit about what Arbonne is, what it's about and how you got into it. Sure. Okay. So Arbonne is a true health and wellness company. So they, they're basically there for healthy living inside and out or number one, as far as um, recognition in the market goes. So we help people just to live a healthier lifestyle by um, using clean, healthy products that are gluten-free and vegan. They have some of the, they actually have the very strictest of ingredient policies. They've banned over 2000 ingredients. So it makes it really simple, really easy to be able to live a healthy lifestyle with embracing these products. So they can help support any kind of nutrition program, weight loss program, um, anti-aging, anything um, from babies all the way to you know, grandmas, they, they got you covered and it's for women, for men. So I love it because um, basically anybody can use our products for people who are looking to just live a healthier lifestyle. That's awesome. And how did you get into it? Uh, a friend of mine uh, that I used to work with, she had gone to a presentation in, in her home. It was actually at her mom's home. And at the time I was working at a job and I had a lot going on in my life and she knew that I was kind of struggling with where I was at. And she said, you know, I don't know if this would be a good fit for you, but I think you'd really appreciate the products because I was always kind of walking that healthy living lifestyle. So she said, why don't you come check it out and just hear more about it? So I was intrigued. I was excited to try the products. Um, And so I went kind of just um, open-minded, you know, a little, I want to say guarded because when Mm -hmm. I Oh, I never was did anything like that, but I I thought you know I had nothing to lose by at least going and checking it out. Mm-hmm. Got it. And you know I find it interesting because in today's world, especially with the growth of social media, we see a lot of 
MLM, MLM businesses out there really saying like, Hey, why don't you check this out? Or, you know, whatever it may be, what do you really feel like had you choose this? Because out in today's world, sometimes it's just a direct message on Facebook. It's just, you know, it's very, um, there's a disconnection about it. And so that person to person contact, really, you went to a party, you got involved, you, you saw the difference. What, um, what do you have to say about the, that kind of introduction, the way that you were introduced to the company? Sure. You know, it's funny that you say that because I was just at a leadership event this weekend and they, they brought up the fact of everybody in the room and how they were introduced um, to the, the company that it, they're all now in Arbonne and they asked, you know, how were you introduced? And it was interesting because more than even going to a presentation, they were introduced by somebody they trusted. So, you know, I think that that means so much that somebody reached out to them and was just authentic and said, hey, I think this might be a good fit for you. Why don't you come check it out? And so I went to a presentation, so I got to see the products. I got to kind of experience the products. Um, but I had heard that there were other people that were very successfully doing this. And so I, I just asked if I could meet one of them. And by meeting one of them, I got to see that they had a very simple um, business plan to follow. They had a system already in place. So I, it kind of took that stress off of me of having to think that I would be perfect at it, mm -hmm. knowing that if I could just plug into a system um, that I could learn, I figured I could probably navigate my way through that. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, I love this because I, I would love for you to share a little bit about your growth because you went from being introduced to it, giving it a shot, and now you're at the top of the company. And I think this is so great because it's really led to an, a completely different lifestyle for you. And so I'd love for you to share because so many beautiful souls get into MLM and then have those first couple roadblocks and they call, they, oh, this isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm not cut for it. But you've really grown through the years and through the company. Yeah. So when I was first introduced, um, it was probably the worst time of my life to start <laughs> something new, honestly. Um, I had two kids getting ready to go to college, already had a full-time job, was taking care of my mom who was um, really sick and was living with us. So I was kind of at, um, I think a little bit, what made me consider it was the amount of stress I was already experiencing in my life. And I looked at it this way. If I keep doing the same thing, I'm going to keep getting the same thing. And this might be an opportunity for a little bit of change. Yes. I have to pause you right there. Can you, can we repeat that? Like you guys rewind for a second. If yeah. I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to keep getting what I get. I'm getting. They, I had to pause you there because too many of us are sitting in that and looking at that. Go ahead. Sorry. And, you know, and I can see how that happens. I mean, most people, they just get onto that autopilot mode and they just keep getting up, going to the same job, you know, driving the same commute, coming home and making the same dinners and, you know, mm -hmm. watching the same television programs. It's a lifestyle I feel like that we're kind of bred into. Mm -hmm. And so kind of, you know, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. I felt like we were kind of walking in that same footsteps. Um, but what had happened was I think the person that was finding success and it was able to share a little bit about her success and what it did for her life mm -hmm. and what the what lifestyle she was living sounded a heck of a lot more fun and rewarding than the lifestyle I was li living. Yeah. And the, the fact of the matter was I was working more hours than she was. She was working less hours, had more freedom, time freedom, more flexibility, making way more money than I was, and definitely was in a happier place than I was. And so 
you know how they say opportunities come into your life only a few times. And I, I looked at it like, okay, because I was already 40 years old when I was introduced to Arban. And I thought, if I don't at least try this out, how will I ever know if this could have been the thing where I could have been really happy? Mm-hmm. So I decided to jump in and trust the person who introduced me and be very coachable. That's a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, people say they're going to be coachable, but they're not really coachable. And so being coachable means that when somebody gives you some advice, that you basically follow through with that advice in order to, to get the, the results that you're looking for in your business. And so I basically attached myself to my upline's hip mm-hmm. and um, I just started copying everything she was doing. I copied the system she was following. I copied everything she was doing, getting on every call, coming to every meeting, showing up to every event. I figured the more I showed up, the more I would learn. I knew it was going to be a process. I knew it was going to be a huge learning curve. But I figured I was investing into myself. I was investing into the possibility of what this business could do for me. And I just disciplined myself to do it, more so for the reasons why I was doing it. That's what motivated me. That's what disciplined me. The changes and the the things that I, the tangible things that I wanted this business to create for me, I knew that if I stuck with it long enough, it would. I love that. And you know, I kind of laugh because I still, I have it saved. It's on my YouTube channel is my one, not one, one of many, but it's the one that I recorded right after I promoted to area manager after um, GTC, our global training conference was a whole training about being coachable. And it's exactly what you just shared. And it's everything you taught me. But my favorite analogy in there that I love to repeat is if you want to, you know, double your your success, you double the recipe for success. So if you want an extra batch of cookies, you don't just add more flour, you add a double the recipe and like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I think that's such a valuable lesson for anybody in any company like this to really understand is you do not have to reinvent the wheel. Clearly the people who are bringing you into it know what they're up to, even in these changing times as well. There's some tried and true practices in these companies that really work for people. And then when you're able to follow suit, you're able to promote and see those results. And I really would love for you to, you know, share with the audience, share with our listeners, how this has impacted your life, how this has really caused your heart to be unleashed and, you know, go from worrying about either money or time or obligations to having all that freedom and focusing on what's truly important to you. So when I, when, like I said, when I got started, it was um, a really stressful time in my life. And it was, it was a godsend that I found Arban because um, four months into my business, um, my mom's health deteriorated to the point where she couldn't be home, left home alone anymore. And mm-hmm. so I ended up having to walk away from my full-time job. What's crazy was four months into my business, I had already matched my pay at my full-time job. Even though it was that leap of faith, walking away from that job, I knew that if I continued to stay focused and continued to plug into the system and do everything I was supposed to be doing, that my paycheck would even surpass and keep growing. That really motivated me. You know, I gave up wasting time. I gave up television. I gave up, you know, doing the same things that I was doing before. So I had to create some new habits, some healthier habits. Um, And I really, that doesn't always come easily. Your family kind of gets a little freaked out sometimes about what are you doing? Why is mom changing? What's going on? We're not used to this. 
Um, and I just asked everybody to give me grace through the process and just stay positive and supportive, you know, just to trust in me that what I was doing was going to be good for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lost track of what your question was. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's totally spot on answer. So yeah, I was asking about really, well, I actually want to shift right into something that you were saying. You said, taking a leap of faith. I would love for you to speak to that to our listeners because whether it is starting MLM, writing, uh, writing a book, uh, yep. starting a business, just switching jobs, yeah. we hold ourselves back. So I would love for you to talk about that leap of faith and, and like surrendering because one other thing you said was the, your family had to adjust to this new thing happening, right? And yep. it goes back to if you, you're going to always get what you get if you keep doing what you're doing. And you had to actually make some conscious changes. So talk a little bit about that leap of faith. Sure. So, um, you know, I had always worked for somebody else. So this was going to be the first time that I was actually going to be independently working for myself. I think people get really scared when they hear that because they think that they can rely on a paycheck when it's coming from someplace else. Mm -hmm. Um, But from what history has proven, it's actually the opposite. Because when you work for yourself, you can create whatever type of success you want. And so I think that was the scariest thing for like my husband was me walking away from that guaranteed paycheck when I left. You know, he thought, well, what if what if people on your team quit? What if, you know, your numbers drop and your your paycheck, you know, paycheck fluctuates? And I said, babe, you work for somebody else who started a company. Um, that pays you a paycheck, but doesn't their business fluctuate? Are there months that they're doing great? And then there's months they have a little bit of a dip. I'm like, it's a business. It's going to have a little bit of an up and down. But as long as you stay true to the process, you can navigate that. And, you know, it's kind of like when you're going downhill on a bike, you know that in order to get up the next hill, you got to paddle a little faster. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you keep an eye on what's going on in your business, you'll know when it's time to paddle a little faster. Mm -hmm. And actually, I love that. I love having that kind of control because I know then what the outcome is going to be. And yeah, sure, in the industry we're in, people come, people go. But if you're consistently exposing these products and the company to enough people, it's like you're going to keep funneling in more people. You really can't run out of people. I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people have. Um, We're going to talk about that, me moving to a whole new state, not knowing anyone. Um, the funnel is there just waiting for you to just start pouring the people in, but you got to get out and you got to keep meeting people. It's all about just taking action. You know, when you're, if you're going to take the leap of faith, just saying, okay, I'm in that's, that's great. You make that decision in your heart. It's a decided heart to move forward. But until you actually start taking action, doors don't start opening. Yeah. Once you're in the activity, once you've committed to the process, doors will open for you. Um, it's the people that ride the fence. I see that the doors don't open for them. It's kind of like you're testing fate. If you're not going to go for it, it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So you really do got to decide you're going to do it. And then you just, you have to take the action. Yes. And I would so love to speak to that because it is like cheating that whole leap of faith, like having a leap of faith, but having an exit strategy to it. And that really doesn't work in your favor. And the committed heart is truly the one who sees it all the way through. And I also love what you said, like dreaming is great. 
right? And this is the whole point of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, dreaming, turning dreamers into doers because dreaming is great, but without inspired action, it's only a wish and a hope. And so really, I think that a lot of times people become or find themselves disappointed by the results they're producing, but with vague dreams come vague results. And it just kind of drains the energy from that. So I appreciate it. And I also really want to amplify what you said about the ups and the downs of a business. We're not just talking MLM, we're talking business, we're talking life, we're talking relationships, ebbs and flows. I think you were one of the most prominent um, representations of that for me personally, because I'm where the highs are the highest and I am in euphoria. And then the lows are like, oh my God, the sky is falling. Lisa, what am I going to do? My business is failing. I'm a failure. And you were like, you would just so gracefully hand on shoulder, Abigail, ebbs and flows of your business. They come and go. And I'll never forget that lesson. Yeah. So what do you have to say for people who are really in maybe one of the ebbs or, you know, working through that? Because it's very predictable. You're, how many years have you been in your business at this point? Just over 10 years. Yeah. And so, so talk about that ebb flow sure. process. Sure. So when I got started, I committed to the process. I followed the recipe a hundred percent. So within, um, within two months, I promoted to the first level within four months, I promoted to that next level. And in just over a year, I promoted to that regional vice president level. And that's where they, you know, you get the Mercedes and you get all of the, those perks. Um, and then it was three years. It took mm. nation after that. And so I felt like I was doing something wrong because I, people were not promoting and up to that level that I was trying to help people to achieve. And so I started to almost lose faith in myself because I thought, you know, maybe I'm just not a good enough leader. Um, you know, what is it that I'm not doing that I should be doing? And the truth of it is, is, you know, you're, you, you put a cap on your own leadership. And so your team will never go past that cap. And so really, I needed a lot of personal development. I needed to really improve the processing skills that like the tools and things that I was offering to my team to simplify things. Because although as I was willing to work as hard as it took to find success, sometimes people get into this business and if they feel like it's too hard right from the get-go, they get discouraged and they quit right away because it's not meeting the expectations they had when they first came into it. So mm -hmm. I realized I needed to clean up some things to make things a little bit smoother so that people could grab onto things a little bit easier and keep that process going. So as a leader, I needed to grow. I needed to involve. You know, there was social media coming into it and there were a lot of new aspects that I had to learn myself. Mm -hmm. And so during those three years, I continued to work my business the same way. And I saw growth. But it wasn't till a couple of years into it that I started to see exponential growth. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, leaders were popping up like all over the place. And it was almost like I couldn't believe how fast it started compounding. Yeah. Um, that's the thing with MLM is most people don't give it enough time. They get discouraged when they hit some roadblocks. I've hit, I've hit them all. I have hit them all. Um, but I wasn't willing to let go of the dream. I knew that if I held on and just kept going, that eventually I would get past that roadblock. I'm so grateful for it because getting through that roadblock is what has made me and helped me to create to be the better leader that I am today. I think everybody needs to hear that no matter what they're building and what they're up to, that the marathon style commitment, not a sprint. So 
I want to know what you think about this or what, how it lands for you is the difference between a failure in your business and how we make it mean I'm a failure. Because yeah. I think a lot of us tend to do that. And so what do you tell a downline who's really, you know, struggling with something like that? Well, first of all, I was always told when I got started, the only way you could fail at, at Arbonne or any type of network marketing business was basically to quit. I don't look at things as failure. I look at challenges, things like that as just more opportunity for growth. I try to encourage people, lift people up during those times and let them understand like, this may actually be your biggest moment of your business. You might discover something about yourself by going through this process that is really going to catapult your business to the next level. I see that so often. I mean, you hear about all these crazy success stories, not just in multi-level marketing, but people that come up with these inventions because of a disability they had or because of something tragic that happened in their lives. So sometimes the things that are the scariest are actually the things that are going to, you know, give you the biggest reward of your life. I think because of the fact that I had so many struggles when I started with Arbonne, um, it actually made me more passionate about this opportunity because I realized like there's people all over the place that are going through major struggles and they don't know that they have an opportunity like this it could really change their life. I love that. And who was the speaker that spoke at GTC? A gentleman, he wrote a book, Life on Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. what was his? Uh, oh, it's gonna. Oh, we'll think of it. Yeah, he'll come up. John, John, no. Oh, we'll find it, you guys. But anyways, ultimately the lesson that your biggest breakdown, your biggest challenge is mm-hmm. very often your biggest breakthrough. And if you can truly just see it all the way through, we stop at that comfort zone. We stop at that barrier where we think we can't go another step. And to just keep going leads us right up a hill. And I think it's just amazing that you shared that with everybody because I think it can start to build our relationship to break down differently, where we get that chance to kind of stop, look around and say, what is there to be learned right now? What am I being conditioned for? And I mean, think about even in life when we do, when we face death and job loss or, you know, any tragedy in our life, it's really, what is this expanding my heart for? What am I making room for? And I think that's great. John O'Leary. John O'Leary. There we go. Life on Fire, you guys. That is a, an incredible book to go check out. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he has his own podcast now. I'll direct you over there to spread the love. But um, I want to bring it back to you. So you relocated very recently. And, you know, we've chatted since then. You shared some amazing stuff. Just tell us a little bit about that one. <laughs> sure. Well, sometimes what happens is when you do find success, it can become very comfortable. You can be, start to become complacent and you don't even realize it's happening to you because you're still showing up. You're still doing presentations. You're still working with your team, but sometimes you lose a little bit of your passion and it's because you need to have new reasons why. The reasons why I got started in Arbonne, those have all been achieved. All of that has happened. And so I realized that I needed to have new whys. And what I realized for the first time was that if your whys are about you, um, you can only have so much success with that. But when you start making your whys about other people, so something much, much bigger than just you and your family, that it can become, I mean, just huge. I mean, I I don't know if you you follow my friend Beth Lomas, Mm -hmm. um, but she's done all the... the Yes. 
things for Haughty for Haiti or, you know, for all of that mission of hope and all of that. So when she got that vision about doing something that was beyond her needs, it was incredible how much it's, it motivates you. It motivates you and it changes you as a leader. And so what I realized one night I was laying on the couch, I think I told you this, I was laying on the couch, it was winter time, we had the fireplace on, I'm kicking back, watching a movie under the blanket, and it, it dawned on me, Lisa, you are way too comfortable. And I know that growth and comfort, they don't go together. And so I, I'm not where I want to be, even though I might be you know, an ENVP and Arbonne, there's still so many things out there that I want to do. And I knew sitting where I was at in that little comfort zone that none of that was going to happen. Yeah. And so when I decided I, I needed to, to really challenge myself in a big way, and I, I've always wanted to expand my business into other cities. And where are you and how long have you been there? Now, I'm now in Austin, Texas. So um, not in the Midwest anymore. And I've been here since March. And so it's been, it's been amazing. It's, it's, you know, it's again, that leap of faith. And I want to, I want to touch base a little bit about that because I just actually was at a leadership event this weekend and I, I trained a little bit about fear before I made the decision to come here. I was kind of on that fence. And I got to tell you, that is a, not a good place to be because when you're on the fence, you hit your, you're filled with fear and anxiety and you, you're kind of going back and forth and you're like, should I do this? Should I not do this? And I, I'm one of those people that I can't stand it. I, I can't, I cannot sit in fear um, because I know that it will paralyze me. And so I encourage people, if you're in that position where you're just, you're feeling a little bit anxious or fearful about something, that's like your push. It's time to push. You need to make a decision and go one way or the other, but you cannot stay there. I like to look at it as, uh, you know, that expression FOMO, fear of missing out. I decided like, okay, what am, what is this fear? Where is it coming from? Figure out what it, where does it stem from? Kind of break it down. Is this like, is this a realistic fear? Like, am I going to get hurt? Or um, is it a financial risk? Like what, what's behind the fear? And I, I prefer to, to do the FOMO route and say, okay, if I don't do this, what am I going to miss out on? Mm-hmm. And is that a bigger cost than the, than the possible little bit of risk that I'm taking to do this? Yeah. And so, that's when I decided I sat down and talked to my husband. I said, I know you're going to think this is crazy, but you know me. I'm a little crazy sometimes, but I really feel like this is something I should do because we've been trying to move out of the Chicago area for quite some time. And I thought this is actually a, a very logical way to approach this. I can go get an apartment there, move in, get a one-year lease, start to grow my business here, get acclimated, make sure that this is actually where we want to live. And if after a year it's not, in the process, I will have built another team here either way. Yeah. So win-win that way. It'd be a great experience. And we'll both be flying back and forth. I mean, we have that luxury right now because of Arbonne. And so I didn't know when I started Arbonne that, you know, it'd be blessing me in this way. Mm-hmm. But thankfully it has. Mm. And so since I've been here, oh, I've learned so much. I feel like I'm growing so much more as a leader because I've really had to step out and stretch myself and learn different ways to network because now it's everything as a cold market. So I'm building a warm market and it's really been a lot of fun. It's been, it's been amazing. Yes. So much growth there. So many nuggets of gold in what you just said right there. And I hope everyone was really tapped in and turned on to what she was saying just about getting outside your comfort zone, that true leap of faith. And 
man, the evolution, because you, you said it just in the last few moments is that you really didn't expect it to turn out this way. Your whys shifted when you've knocked out all your goals it, by nature. And this is for anybody and everybody by nature. Our, our first goals are self, like what can I do self and individual? And then as we achieve those, we shift into family. And sometimes that's involved. Then we go to community. Then we like shift to just bigger, a little bit more global and it grows and grows and grows and our vision grows. And so for you to share I just, I, I've heard this quote over and over and I may be kind of like messing it up a little bit, but be firm about your commitment, be flexible about how it shows up or yes. flexible about how you get there. And yep. I think that if people truly understand like your why's, they're going to change your reasons, they're going to change. But yeah. what, what Lisa, like, I'm going to let you kind of phrase this the way that it suits you, but just how and who I know you to be, what you're committed to is growth and like, and also sharing, sharing abundance that everyone earns a piece of the pie or can deserves a piece of the pie of like love and abundance. And so those commitments may have, they're, they're tried and true for you, but they have shown up in so many different ways. And so I don't need to be right about the way I worded it, but what would you say you really are operating? Because my next question is, what does it look like for Lisa Hamilton's heart to be unleashed? Um, for me, it's, it's, you know, I wake up every day excited, excited about life, excited about the possibility, excited about who I'm going to meet, um, that I can get to step into their world and shed some light on a different way of doing things, living a healthier lifestyle, you know, getting rid of all the excess stress that they're living with, um, changing bad habits and starting to create good habits, um, helping people to tap into their faith. And, and really just the self-discovery that you go through when you, when you embark on an adventure like this. I mean, for me, that was huge. I didn't really know what were my strengths, what were my weaknesses, but what I love about this, what we're doing right now, what I get to do right now is I get to show people, help them find those strengths. And when people walk in their, their strengths and in their truth, it's like, man, get out of their way. Because I think that you're unleashing a beast when you do that, because all of a sudden you have this adrenaline, you have this endurance, you just have this focus that you've never had before because you realize, wow, this is actually possible. And so I love to show people what's possible. You know, so I tell people like, share with me, what are the deepest desires of your hearts? What are the things that you're most discontent about? Like, let's dig in there. Let's, let's get this out on the table so we know what are we dealing with here? What are we facing? And how can we make this better? And having those conversations with people, I think is my favorite thing about this business because most of the time they break down, they start crying, and they really start peeling back the onion of what's really going on inside. Um, huge amounts of fear and most time just confusion. They don't have clarity. I didn't have clarity when I first started this. I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. But what it was great was I, I started reading right before I was introduced to Arbonne. And one of the books I read was The Success Principles. And what I discovered in that book was if you don't know exactly what you want, start with what you don't want and go from there. And when I started writing down what I didn't want, I realized what was on the flip side of that. And then once I was introduced to Arbonne, I was shown that if I used Arbonne as a vehicle, that I could achieve that flip side that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And so that's my favorite thing that I love to do. And I love that I get to do it on my own terms. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, since I've been here, I've been 
I've been to so many events and meetups and I just keep showing up. Yeah. I'll go sit outside. I don't care if it's a hundred <laughs> degrees I'll outside and read because I'm probably going to meet somebody while I'm out there. Yes. And I can't wait to see who is it going to be today. Yes. And I just position myself for that. Yeah. You have to position yourself for that. You have to get out there, um, make eye contact with people, like walk around with a smile on your face, be excited about what, who you're going to meet. You know, I always walk around with kind of a silly grin on my face because I want people to be thinking like, what is what does that look about? You know? And sometimes people will come up to me and, and ask me, so what do you smile? What are you all smiles about? You know? And I'm like, life. I'm just happy about life. Yeah. That's kind of me being unleashed, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, this is exactly why you are my first <laughs> podcast interview. <laughs> Guys, this woman, if you didn't hear all that passion, all that love, and this is exactly what the Hearts Unleashed podcast is all about, finding what is in your heart and having all the permission to generate your entire life from it. And mm-hmm. Lisa, you are a queen of it. And I acknowledge the work that you're doing in Arbon with beautiful people, just always open. So I have to give you a plug. I hope you don't mind, but if you are in the Austin area and if you're not, it doesn't matter. Hit Lisa nope. up. If she's overwhelmed, she will pass you to the next wonderful EMVP to start. But you guys, what she's up to and what she just shared with you is all of it. And the last thing I want to leave you with is like, show up, show up to life and show up with a smile because it will, it will show right back up for you. If you are hiding out, feeling sorry for yourself, coming up with excuses about why it's not working out for you, knock it off, get rid of that stuff. It is time. It's your time. And you know, Lisa is just so wonderful at this. She did this for me. She showed me my light. I will never forget Lisa, how many times you would look at me and say, you are an MVP. And I believed you. And I actually, to this day, I'm not active in Arbonne, but I'll tell you what, there's days I'm down and I tell myself, I'm an MVP. (laughs) And so I just want you guys to understand that you, no matter what you're up to, you are an MVP. You are the CEO of your life. You have your hands on the wheel. If you're in Arbonne, you've got your hands on the Mercedes Benz of your life. And so just keep walking, believing in yourself, start showing up and find out what you want out of life and start asking for it and then start allowing it because it will show up for you. And so Lisa, my last question for you is if everybody were living like this, if every heart was unleashed, what do you see as possible in this world? Oh, I don't even know if I can dream that big. (laughs) I just think that you would see, you would see such a ripple effect. I mean, it always starts with one. I mean, I know how many people are in my organization just because I said yes. I want people to understand that it could just be one person that starts this ripple effect that has massive impact. You know, Arbonne's in Poland because a couple girls on my team said yes Yes. and decided to bring Arbonne to Poland. Arbonne had no intentions on going into Poland, but they've been in Poland a couple of years now because because a couple of girls said yes that spoke Polish. Um, I think I think for all of us, we cannot dream big enough. I like to look at it this way. The God that put the dream on my heart is the God that can take over. I think that we don't put enough into our faith and into ourselves. Like I feel like Arbon was like a God-ordained gift and dream that you know was given to me. 
And I realized this is going to be bigger than me. Life can be bigger than you. And the impact that you can have on the rest of the world by walking in who you're meant to be. I mean, you don't even know the impact that that's going to have. Mm. And I feel like I'm still just getting warmed up. I feel like there's still more of me that I've yet to discover. Mm-hmm. Passions that I, I haven't even tapped into and resources I haven't tapped into yet. And so um, living unleashed, man, it's it's like your best life you can imagine. Like no restrictions, no time frames. Um, just having that, you know, openness to expand your capacity more, open up the way you think. One of the other reasons why I love being challenged is because it forces you to start thinking creatively. Mm. So I think when you're you're living, you know, with your hearts unleashed, you're going to find stuff out that you never would have otherwise. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't agree more because, you know, I've shared it in my book a lot, but like Arbon, I didn't realize it at the time. But when I, I was so passionate, I'm like, Lisa, can I train? Can I do another training? I discovered the speaker that I am. And of course I love over and I have all, I'm still, I, that's all my products. However, what I discovered, I'm a speaker. It truly was a very beginning stage of unleashing my heart and what I'm truly passionate about and, you know, evolving. And I really believe that if you truly are listening to your heart, and you then accept the callings that you hear or those little whispers that you hear. You can yeah. like, I mean, look at, look at you, look at what you're creating. I love that you generated the Poland, like that Arbon yeah. is in Poland from because of your team. It's just so incredible. It's so inspiring. It is one ounce of evidence of what's possible. So thank you for being a visionary and thank you for being a trailblazer and thank you for being my very first podcast interview. I'm so honored. And just who you are, not just for me, I'm going to assert and speak for your team is that you are such a servant leader and you are caring, giving, loving, and you're bright. And like, mm, I could go on. I could go on for a whole nother 45 minutes, but thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your love and your knowledge and your compassion with our listeners and with this world. Oh, truly my pleasure. Thank I was you. really honored to be asked. Yes. So, yeah. And hearts, thank you for tuning into this beautiful woman and all that she has to offer to the world. Again, where can we find you? Where can we start like following your life now? Um, well, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. So uh, I think it's Lisa HNVP awesome. for Instagram and uh, just Lisa Hamilton on Facebook. Wonderful. All right, you guys, if you are ready to get started in Arbonne and you want to know what you can create with uh, Lisa and with this company, go ahead and reach out to her. And again, thanks for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Today's Hearts Unleashed episode is brought to you by Conscious Ink Temporary Tattoos. Of course, These are no ordinary tats, and Conscious Ink is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, 
these messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tat that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious Ink Tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the U.S., FDA, Canada, and the EU. Made in the USA, they contain no animal products or test on animals. So be sure to grab your Conscious Ink Tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagale at Instagram to keep the adventure going.